Okay, we're uh, on the second page of Kufman Tess, Hakaroim, which is uh, part of Siv Gimel. Uh, <coughs> Last week we learned a extraordinary kula, which has nothing like it come out in any place else in the Arbash Chalke Shulchan Aruch, that a mummer who's definitely a Jew, there's no shyly he's a Yid, that the Mechaber said that uh, that there's a heter to lend the ribis to a mummer. And even though the Ramah said not to do that, he said, which means that in Sif Beis we learned this extraordinary kula. Is there any place else a mummer has a din like a, a mummer has a din like a, a guy? I don't know. I don't know if there's any other place. I'm pissed now. I don't know if there's any other place where it has a, a such a halacha. But that was the halacha in Sivbeis. The Mikar Adin, a mummer, is an exception to the Hilchis Ribis. The reason for that is because it says in Ribis, to give him chiyah, such a person, there's a din of Isure Ribis. No, no. That's only a head to, to take ribbis from him, but also lulvais mi men over ribbis. It's not a head to the other. Chayachicha is on the on the one who borrows. Now, that kula, the, how far that extends, and whether it extends to a tinik shenishba, is the subject of what we're going to learn today. Hakaroim. Uh, who are the karoim? The karoim are the same as the tzedukim in the time of the Gemara. The time of the Gemara, Tzedukim were people who believed in Tarsha B'Ksav and not in Tarsha Balpeh. Karoim, the word, comes from the word Kra, Pasuk, that they believed only in Tarsha B'Ksav and not in Tarsha Balpeh. It's a shita that we find hard, uh, hard to understand that there be a Yetzirah for such an Emunah. But Chazal uh, say the Karoim. I think you find a lot more now with the people's kids still the written Where is it written in the Torah? Well, where is it written? Because they don't believe you. It's us, sir. No, That's no, something else. No, it's the Well, no. Well, the is something else. When I'm talking now about the Rabbanans. It's accurate that the Rises are worse than the Rabbanans. But it's probably not accurate that if it says in the Pasik, it's more harmer than if it's in Torah Shabbat Peh. Okay, the Rebbe has a piece. He says there are nafkaminas in, in Kavitzaris, but uh, generally speaking, there's no difference. Yeah, they're they're, 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 they're all their Yeah. When kids say, when someone tells you vushtait, it's because he doesn't believe you that it's aser because he gets so used to uh, reading. The word aser is used very liberally today. It's used to uh, uh, to to apply to things somebody doesn't want someone else to do. So he uses loshin iser. So especially in Brak. Flatbush is good, but uh, there are things that are that are. Anyway, the Karoim, what's again us? The Karoim were were people who believed in Torah Shabik Sav alone. So the Shulchan Aruch says Einlam did mumrin. They they don't have a din of a mummer. Now why should a Karoi be any different than than any other mummer? What's the difference between Karoi and any other mummer? So the Shach in Vav has a hard time with this. Shach Vav says, the Beis Yisus says, L'niya Karoim, Nira Li, the Rambam Beferish, Bepirish Masnison, Kamaisa Dechulin, the Rambam Beferish Masnison, the Chashim Lo Ketinik Shanish, Ba'abena Akum, 
The Rambam says the Kairites, they grew up, their father taught them. They have their Messiah, which is their father, what their father taught them. And therefore, they have a dinner of a Tidik Shanishba, Osalah Vaisam Baribis. Baba Gabdi Medivari Mukiyais and Neri the Mutalah Vaisam Baribis. Shakina Divari Rambam, Homo Farasha, Mishal Divari Hanukiyais. So the Bishaisa says that there's a Machlaikis here regarding a Tidik Shanishba. So suddenly, it's not only the Karaites. I never met a Karaite, and I probably never will. But a Tidik Shanishba I meet all the time. So suddenly, when we read the Beis Yosef, the Shulchan Aruch says, Karayim, he's talking about a Tinnik Shanishba. And he brings a Machlaikis to Rambam in the Nebuchi Yosef. So let me tell you the Nebuchi Yosef Shita. It's an important Shita to know. Nebuchi Yosef has nothing to do with Hilchus Ribbis per se. Nebuchi Yosef holds that a Jew, even if he's a Tinnik Shanishba, even if he grows up in a home that's not religious, if he's Nizgadel Bein HaYisrael, if he grows up in a community with from Jews, he does not have a din of a Tinnik Shanishba because he knows he's Jewish and he should have inquired, what's this business? Jews keep Shabbos, Jews keep kosher. Why did, did he not make some sort of an inquiry? And therefore, the Nebuchadnezzar Yosef has a shita that there's no din of Tinnik Shanishba Unless he's Nizgadel Ben Akum, if he grows up somewhere in the middle of uh, Iowa, I don't know where, but where there's no, uh, there's no from Yid. So, uh, huh? If he grows up somewhere where there's no Chabad, the truth is that uh, I, have, I have a very close friend who I got to know as who grew up in a city that's about, uh, I forgot the name of the town, that's about uh, 10 miles from Lakewood. And until a certain point in his life, he had never, uh, he had never learned about Frumkite. And when he learned about Frumkite, he learned it in a very, uh, in a very strange way. He, uh, like Shvuis, he learned you have to have cheesecake. That was his, uh, his thing. So, uh, so he was traveling with some friends. It was Shvuis, and they had a big argument. He was the Frum one. They were the Friday of Machal Yomtif. They had a big argument if they should go out of the way to buy, che- to buy cheesecake in the middle of a road trip. They bought tray for cheesecake at the end, but they bought cheesecake. What? Four mil. Uh, four mil up to four mil. Yeah. So uh, what? Yeah. It's very possible you'll never be exposed. Okay. So I, I'm talking about the book. I used to talk with you. Somebody in this God will be Israel. Someone grew up in a in a town where there are Jews. And uh, from Jews, and that's the that's the chumra. It's Bemis the chumra. It says he's not a tinnik shenishba, but Elchis Ribis it twists into a kula, because by making him a mummer, we're allowed to lend him money for ribis. So the Rambam disagrees. As I state in Shach, in Beis Yosef, the Shach says if he says I can't l'shaynei ani baniusi ianti b'divrei a Rambam sham v'loy matzasi shumashmois ad the Rabbah because of lahepoch. So he says that the Pirsha Mishnayis, it's a, uh, he didn't find such a, such a Rambam. So what's interesting is that in the Kudus HaKesef, which generally is Masik on the Taz, the Kudus HaKesef here, which is presumably the son of the Shach, he says, He says that it, the Pesach Yosef was wrong in giving a Barabakim to look into the into the Pirish Mishnayis, but the Rambam does say it elsewhere. So there's a level of Tzarech Ian here 
in the rule of Tinnik Shanishba. So again, let's learn the Mechaber and then the Ramah. The Mechaber says Hakaroim. So we're saying, i.e., Tinnik Shanishba. Elohim did Mumrin. Osalav Isa Beribis. Vetzach Leibish Osalav Isa Mehab Beribis. Hagah, Vayin Sim, Kuftan Zayin, Kuchavdal, Din Anusim. We've discussed what's a din, and we went to Yainesach Anusim, the din of the Muranos. Tinnik Shanishba. Now the Ramah talks about Tinnik Shanishba, Bein Avik Echavim. Any Adamitaris Yisrael Kalal, Dina Kikaroim, as we saw in the Beis Yosef, Va'asa Lulvais Leiberibis, parentheses, it says, Kemashim Beis Yosef with Asaramba. Ulachain Mumeres Lavaitis Kechavim, Shiesh Laben Leiber Kechavim, intermarried person, and the woman is Jewish and has a child, Shaben Hariu Kamayhan, Yikramuma, Asa Lavais Leiberibis, David Kinnik Shanishba, Vain Avik Kechavim. So here we have a a, a, a tremendous uh, Chiddush that takes away the heter. That's why we never heard of the heter. The heter to lend to a mum of Baribis, doesn't apply to a Tidik Shanishba. And even though the Shach in Sivkat Neches is Mephakfeik again, he says it's Sarachian on this Psak, he brings the book of Yosef, uh, who says that if you grow up in Yisraelim, uh, then you're allowed to lend him Baribis. He has a dinner for Mum Lahakel. <laughs> Nevertheless, Lahalacha, the Ramah paskins Lachumra, and the Chachmas Adam uh, paskins this way. The Chachmas Adam says we don't have a heter of Mumra. However, in the Shulchan Archarav, the Shulchan Archarav has Hilkis Ribis. He writes, he brings this Machlaikis, and he says, Be Isidairaisa Chayav Lahachmer. says, Ribis is a Dairaisa, we have to treat a Mumra. As a uh, as a Jew, Nafkamina, many of the situations where Shilas come up are ribis derabanan. Typically, a from yid doesn't lend money outright for ribis uh, to another Jew. What happens is that people get involved in business transactions where they don't realize that it's ribis. Very often, I mentioned last week that a situation of ribis derech mekach umemkar. Ribis in the manner that that's in a business transaction, uh, where you're not lending cash, where somebody uh, owes you money and the contract stipulates that uh, there's interest for late payment. So there, it's a shaila of ribis And when it comes to, to a rough for a shaila, very often this shita of mummer is a tziruf to be makel. Because the, assuming that the person that's paying the money is a mummer, it's not religious, so this is an important serif to be makal when you have other issues of dispute. So somebody comes, yes, a shayla, you tell him, oh, that's a machlekis, let's say Ramesha holds uh, uh, corporations, you're allowed to lend beribis, and uh, other gadayim hold it's also. Well, if it's a mummer, so you have a serif to be makal. If the person borrowing is a mummer, so you have a serif of the shach that, uh, that brings the muki that you could be makal. And uh, it's a tziruf to be made. Even, even though it's here, it's a machlekes. Could the patim say I'm doing tshuva? You said doing tshuva. Now he doesn't want to uh, for enough money to do tshuva, right? What's it? If someone's about tshuva, the teyavim, not the shem shavai about tshuva, just because. I mean, the mummer is called mummer is called achicha, like the chayachicha imah, and he's a mummer. That's the thing. If the Rambam holds the Tirik Shanishba, there's a mitzvah say. The heter, the not the. Uh, he never allowed to kill somebody, but 
But the mitzvah achiyasai doesn't apply to a rush. Okay, so. Your shar, your shar bores his shar. Is he do you have to pay? Is he, is he like a guy? I mean, how are we looking at it? Do we look at it at all, Dina? Mummer, my understanding is the Kula of Mummer is pretty unique to Chas Ribis. It has to do with Achiyasai to actually be Mechayim. As far as the other Miyutim, there's one, but there is also a Chumrah. There are a lot of Chumras by Mummerim, by Bishon Yamtif. But, uh, but as far as being a Kula to be Mekel with a Mummer, that he has a dim like a guy, I can't think of anywhere else uh, except Felchus Ribis, where we're makele, that a mummer is a guy, you're a lot of, you see a lot of land in Ribis. To save the life of a mummer, yeah. Even a Russian, Mechal Shabbos. Isn't there something where a mummer is a sucker, a person who burned, in terms of Right, so there are many areas where we're machmir on a mummer. Because right. he's a mummer, we're machmir. There are many areas. But where, because he's a mummer, we're going to be makel in a halacha. We're going to say, oh, you're allowed to lend him a ribis. So that, that's what I think is, is pretty unique. Uh, you mentioned it's, corporations. Is that? All right, the corporation heter is important uh, to know. Uh, Ramayshe Shita is that the iser to lend money beribis is only when there's a personal guarantee on the money. It's only if you lend money, Baribis, and there's a human being who's guaranteeing the money, who has to pay. If there's no person guaranteeing the money, a corporation is a situation where uh, you're lending money to a corporation, nobody guarantees it. So Ramesha holds that there's no Issa Ribis Bechlau, that you're allowed to lend money Baribis to a corporation, because there's no personal liability. Now, you have to be careful if the Rosh is Hatter. L'chayra, I can lend someone money, and I'll tell him, look, I want to have a Hatter Ribis. So, I don't want you to guarantee it, but we'll use your house, your business, your bank accounts, your stocks and bonds to guarantee it. And you, you're not, you're not liable, it's only all your assets that are liable. So I don't know that Ramesha would have gone that far. A non-recourse mortgage. A non-recourse mortgage. Where it's only the property. Yeah, where it's only the property. So in such a case, Ramesha held that there's no Yisaribis Bechlau. Now, the G'dayla Eretz Yisrael disagree strongly. The printed tshuva I know is only in the Mechas Yitzchak. It's important, though, to read the tshuva. Because in the Mechas Yitzchak, he's masking to Rav Meisha that if there's no personal guarantee, it's only Rav Mr. Rabbanan. He agrees in the most important aspect to take off the Issa and that it's only in Issa but he maintains that it's still in Issa So Rav Pam said about this that Kedayhu Rav Meisha Lismachalov by Dairaisa and Kolchka be a Dairabanan. As even it's Rav Shail Rav Dairaisa also Kedayhu Rav Meisha Lismachalov. But if the Chalkim are going to hold it, it's a Drabanan, so it's a Shailav and it's a Drabanan, this is certainly what to rely on, uh, to rely on Ramesh's Hatter. Uh, in addition, and this is a little complicated, when we learned Tilchus Ribis, we found a Chuvas Rivash that says Ramesh's Hatter. Rivash is a Rishanachar, that the basic generation, right, right around there. The Rivash is a very solid Mukar. However, it's interesting, the Rivash is tshuva, that tshuva, the second half of the tshuva, which has a different chedish, is quoted in the Beis Yosef. The first half is not brought in the Beis Yosef. 
Now, whether you can bring a raya that Beisayasif meant to dismiss the first part because he only brought the second part, or his discussion was about the second part, so, you know, we can argue about it. I don't think we could be, say one way or the other. But the point is that Rabbi Shaz says already in the Rivash, and uh, very often people say it's Rabbi Shaz and the Abakairis. It always bothers me with the shaving hatter. They say it's Rabbi hatter to use a shaver. It's not Rabbi hatter, it's Taisa's hatter. And the Chachmasadam and the Smat. Ramesha Paskin is that way. Uh, others don't Paskin that way. But it's uh, like you call it Ramesha's Hatta because it's Mephorst and Bishmai. The corporation Hatta, which is Mephorst and Bishmai, has certain early Makairis, maybe a Rivash, certainly a Marshag, uh, says the same Hatta. Rivash talked about a corporation. What was he talking about? Rivash talked about a loan. There was no personal guarantee. There was guaranteeing it with the asset, with the, with the property. Now, now, the, the, what? He's talking about when there's no personal guarantee. You guarantee it only with the property and not with the... That's my recollection. I didn't look it up today, but my recollection from 15 years ago, which is bad, because 15 hours ago, I barely remember, but uh, it says it in the Green Rivers book, so it's got to be right, you know. Uh, but, 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 however, there's a confusion. People are constantly making a mistake. The corporation hector is only where the borrower is a corporation. Where the lender is a corporation, it's irrelevant. Where the lender, if the lender is a Jew, it doesn't matter if there's, a, there's no such thing as a personal guarantee on the part, of the part of the lender. The lender's not guaranteeing anything. So if the lender is a corporation, that's a mistake. That's irrelevant. It matters only if the borrower is a corporation. And even the borrower is a corporation. If someone gives a personal guarantee, it's also not a hector. It means that it's only the corporation that's, that has debt. Uh, then there's this heter of uh, Hilchas Now, if you want, if you're lending money to a corporation, so you want to be mahader and be all the sheetas and use a heter iska, fine, you can use a heter iska. Even if normally you wouldn't use a heter iska, yeah, you're, you're a corporation, so you want to be yaitz the other sheetas, use a heter iska. So it's not, there's no downside to using a heter iska. They had to ask a clawly in a bank. Uh, first of all, many don't. And secondly, many of them don't. But, you see, it's hard to fight with a hetiska. People say, is it really right to use a hetiska? It's really not right. We know some people are machmir. It's hard to say you shouldn't use a hetiska when we know that all the Gedolim for 250 years wrote hetiska. The Sma wrote a hetiska. The Chachmas Adam wrote a hetiska. All the Gedolim wrote hetiska. They were apparently used. They printed it in their Svarim. The Okay, a hetiska klali. All right, the hetiska klali in a bank is a separate. There is an issue. Uh, with the Hetiska Klali in a bank. And that's because, at least in the United States, it's my understanding that the terms of the Hetiska uh, violate banking regulations. So that when they write Hetiska, they write Hetiska, but, uh, you know, they just don't show it to anybody who would care. Now, if the bank is owned by Frumiyidin, and it's a Frumiyid who's, who's borrowing from the bank, and they make a Hetiska, Hetiska Klali, assuming they're Frumiyidin, and Lamaisa, they really care more about Issa Ribis, their banking regulations. So they mean it. They're serious. But to go to banks that are not serious about it, they just write this piece of paper and they want to have a heter, it's very schwach. And even worse, 
when a local bank manager made a hetiska without clearing it with, uh, with his uh, superiors, it's probably meaningless because what kind of hetiska is it? No, the company is not going to accept it. I mentioned to you that uh, Emigrant, which is owned by a Jewish family, has third generation, the first generation, the, older, the old man who started the bank. I don't know if he's alive or not, but he doesn't run the bank anymore, so he's second generation. So the third generation already has Bali Chuva, more than one. That's from, uh, from people. And I once spoke in Manhattan at a uh, business uh, gathering in one of these big companies uh, where they had a, uh, a gathering to talk about Hilfus Ribis. And there, these two young men came over to me and they asked me if I have a Hete Isker that the lawyers will approve of for the bank. What? Well, they, can't, they, they, can't, they just asked me afterwards. And they told me that they had already tried many times to develop a Hetiska that the, that the lawyers would, would say is okay and that the bank could use. And apparently they were unsuccessful. Now, why? Uh, either because there's a level of risk that they're not comfortable with or because it violates banking regulations. I'm not, I'm not a lawyer, I can't tell you. But what's strange is that they say, I don't know if it's true, that the local emigrant at Avenue M the manager signed a Hetiska. So here, the owners are trying to find the Hetiska, and, and the, the two from ones, the rest are not from. They said, well, do a Hetiska if the lawyer says it's okay. And they can't get one. And then at the local bank, you know, he says, oh, we have a Hetiska clothing. What kind of Hetiska clothing? I don't think he can make any arrangement at all. I, I don't know. Hetiska clothing is a pretty serious change of, uh, of, uh, of the bank deal. What clause in that that they'll accept the I don't think a bank can accept arbitration of the best. Individuals can. For a, for a bank? The court would allow a bank to, to do that? I don't think so. I think the banking regulations govern first. Okay. What? Now, let me just finish about the banks. There's a difference between banking a deposit into a bank and taking a mortgage from a bank. When you deposit money in the bank, even if they'll ever start giving interest again at some point, but even if they give you interest, that's, you have the corporation head there. There's no personal guarantee. It's taking a loan from the bank that's the issue. Overdraft or, uh, or mortgages, that's where there's an issue. If you have an Apple bank, Emigrant bank, any of these banks, uh, you should not you should not take, borrow money from them. You want to make a deposit, so you have a money to rely on. But, if it's owned by from people, and we can assume that the from people are care more about Isaribis than about the regulations, and when it came to it, they'd make sure that the terms of the Hetisco would be abided by, even if it cost that money personally, then uh, we can use it. Well, are they brokers or are they lending about the money? All right, so that's an issue we're going to have to discuss at some point. It's a very complicated issue as to how to define a corporation, what the definition of a corporation is, and, uh, and that has to do not only with banks, it has to do with, uh, with mutual funds or hedge funds and many hedge funds that are run by Jews. A disproportionate amount of, of hedge funds are run by, uh, by Jewish, uh, Jewish investors, Jewish, not investors, but Jewish uh, managers. And the question is, Mamish, a Tegelach, a question. It's, it comes up all the time, uh, people investing, and it's something that 
I personally have a hard time people call me and I can tell them what I understand but I know full well that you know they're going to go with somebody else they may get a different answer because the guideline of how to define a corporation is itself the, the not difficult because it's incorporated how to define a company is difficult here Ramesh is more machmir than the G'dayli Eretz Yisrael and I'll explain there's an opinion that holds that a corporation or any company is defined by the majority ownership in other words, you want to call it a Jewish entity or a non-Jewish entity, so there's an opinion that what determines is the 51% of the ownership. If it's 51% Jewish, it's a Jewish company. If it's 51% non-Jewish, it's not Jewish. It's a non-Jewish company. There is such an opinion. The Lumdis, maybe we'll get to, it's a little complicated. There's more than one Mahala. Uh, but that's the essential uh, piece of it, that it depends on, on, the, on the ownership. The Ramesha holds that even if a company, go, let's say Emigrant goes public, and the, the owners, the present owners, let's say, will retain 30% of, of the bank. And they put 70 on the open market, and uh, it would be owned by investors. Now, how much does any one investor own? Nobody owns even 1%. If you go, you go on to, uh, sometimes you want to look up the ownership of a company we go online to, uh, to, to the Bloomberg uh, business and there you can look up any, any company that's uh, public you can get a list of the owners the owners, you know, like the biggest owner is usually uh, an investment uh, company which owns uh, 0.05 of the, of the stocks it's, it's a very small amount even there, it's not an individual different place of shares that's not, that's not the point though the point that Ramesha makes is that even though the Jews own 30%, and not 51%, but that 30% controls, so that's a Jewish company. The 30% controls, even 15% could control in such an environment. And, and, uh, it's not so much that it's... No, that's not the point. The point is not majority. Or not. The, point, the point is they own enough to control. Now, where this becomes complicated is in hedge funds. Many hedge funds are run by Jews who don't have 30 or 15% or even 1%. The investors are investors that invest many millions of dollars. And sometimes they're uh, retirement pension funds that invest. But the ones who are running the hedge funds have, pure, have sole control over running it. But the fact that they run it is not based on their ownership, it's based on their brains. It's based on their, their, the fact they came up with this, and based on the fact they have a good uh, track record, and that's why they run it. But it's not based on ownership. So Ravelski, Zosan Gesund, went to Rav Meisha and asked him this Shiloh. Rav Meisha told him that that's not called a Jewish entity. It's only if you run it based on, based on ownership, on a significant ownership. If you run it based on uh, being there in the right place at the right time and getting it started, that's an employee, and an employee is never never determines ownership. So that's an important uh, thing. When it's a pure risk and there's no guarantee of anything, then it's you're right. Then it's not a shiloh. When you're investing, okay, uh, I'll tell you where the shiloh. See, this we could talk about this all day, but let me let me explain. Chaim is saying, good. What's Ramesha talking about? You invest in a hedge fund. It's an ISCA. You can win, you can lose. So that's not ribbis. That's not ribbis. 
Uh, when you go into a bank, okay, even a hedge fund, I'll tell you where it's a problem. The problem is that the hedge fund lends money to Jews. The problem is the hedge fund lends money. I recently had a Shiloh. There's some, I don't know if it's a new idea. It's the first time I've ever heard of such a hedge fund. They told me the Shoyal is one of the wealthy families in Klai Yisrael who's known, the big Nadvanim. And they called me, they have, they're investing money in a hedge fund. This hedge fund came up with the following idea. They said people used to study companies on the stock market, see what's a good company, what's not a good company, and invest. Today, it doesn't matter if a company is good or it's not good. All the things go up and down together with the mood of the street. So what does it pay? What, who cares? You, you look into PepsiCo and you say, Pepsi, Pepsi is such a good product. It's never going you know, to die and it's a good company. Who cares a good company? It has nothing to do. The market, the market has much to do with the, uh, with the individual company. It has to do with the, with the... So what they do is the following. They go with the old way of investigating companies and what they do is provide uh, short-term loans for them. When companies have to invest, they have to make major... So they go to banks. It takes a while. They're willing to pay a lot of money for short-term loans. And those short-term loans are, uh, are they're willing to pay a lot of interest for. They need it in order to be, a, they come up with a good investment. You know, they want to buy a Kentucky Fried Chicken or something. And they're waiting for the banks and they're confident the banks will give it to them. In the meantime, they need, they need the money. So they put together money and they lend it to them at a very high percentage rate. So here, the Shiloh, here becomes a Shiloh when a hedge fund lends to Jews now we care, is the hedge fund Jewish? If the hedge fund is Jewish and it's lending to Jews, that's a problem. You can't invest in such a thing. When the hedge fund is not Jewish, and you have a piece of the action, but it's a non-Jewish entity, then lending to Jews is not a problem. Now, when you lend to Pepsi, you're right. There's no personal guarantee anyway, so it doesn't matter. But they make loans to companies where there are personal guarantees by Jews. And uh, and that's where the Shiloh this this Shila comes up. Because what's an iska? An iska means I'm not lending you money. I'm part of your loan. That's what iska means. Iska means I'm giving you money and you're lending it out. So a loan means you have to pay me back. Iska means you don't have to pay me back. You're my shliach. You're investing it, and I'm a lender in that investment. If I'm a lender in that investment, then, uh, then I'm not allowed to be a party to that investment. That's where the problem... You follow? What's an ISCA? An ISCA means that I'm a party to, the, to that investment for liability or for profit. It's just between me and you. No. Well, what does ISCA say? We're in business. We're in business. Which business am I in? Okay, but if you're in the business of lending money to Jews, I have a problem. Because I can't be part of your... If you're a Jew, I can't be part of your business that lends money to Jews' business. I can't be part of that. But if he's a guy, what can you be part of? If he's a guy, I could be part of it. But you have a part in that too. So that's where it gets a little complicated. You had two Mahalchim. All right, Ramosha ties it to Breira, which I don't want to talk about now. But Yes. If it's Osir, they have to do it. If it's Muta, they don't have to do it. If they're not sure, they have to watch out. You have to check Let me tell you, they, they check to make sure the money's not at risk. They spend a lot of money 
So you have to make sure in Shemaim it's not a risky. <laughs> Right. So it's a problem. If the hedge fund is an entity that's called a guy, then you're right. If it's an entity that's called a Jew, then you're wrong. If everybody in this room, we're all Jewish, and we all gave you money and told you, you go, you make a hedge fund, and you go invest in, uh, in a company. So then yeah, we have a problem. You're representing Jews. <laughs> Whoever gives them. Oh, okay. So then it depends. So that's what I'm saying. If the money comes from Goyim, and the person running it is a Jew, that was the Shiloh that was the Esther That's uh, You're right. That's the Hector. So then most hedge funds, almost all hedge funds are mutter. Unless a hedge fund that's uh, primarily a Jewish hedge fund. Yeah, the bank is a separate issue. There's a bank, if you don't hold a corporation hatter, the bank is not doing a hatter school with you. You're just putting money in the bank. They're guaranteeing, they're guarantee, you take a mortgage, so then there's no hatter. Because if I'm taking a mortgage from the bank, the bank is a Jew. The bank is lending money. The guilt is theirs because they're guaranteed. The deposit is they guarantee the deposit. They're not, uh, there's no head to this. I suppose so, yeah. All right, what, what I, I didn't mean to, to, to get off into it. I believe that they will have one share on corporations. But I guess the short of it is there are two issues. Ramesh's Kula and corporations, which are those who disagree with, and Ramesh's Chumra, that an entity which is run by Jews who have a, who run it based on their level of ownership, is a Jewish entity, and uh, and this this thing that this that, that if they're running it alone is nothing, it has to be they run it based on uh, the amount they have invested. Okay. You say by manager of a local supermarket say. Jewish, so we have a problem. But in that case, it's not really, it's not an owner of that, he's, he's a manager again, but out of that ownership. So why should the fact that he's a Jew, he's involved in some way, affect the corporation itself? It's a fact that someone runs a Goyesha grocery, it's a problem for him. It's not a problem of Pesach. It's a problem of Pesach. But I don't know that there's a Gezer of Chomish on Pesach on that, that I don't recall. There's only a Gezer of this Bayerah, Bayerah, say. The right to Bikyuma, or the Hena Machavis is not Bayerah. I don't, I don't think there's a problem. Right. Okay, let's, let's try to go Beseder. Let's look at Simakov Samach. Okay, we're starting. We're going step by step. Kuftud tests with the who, who Ribbis applies to. And Kumsamach, you'll see Sifalev starts with a, uh, a very introductory Sif, but it has a lot of Allah Chalamais. Sarach li Baribis, the Kamalav and Nemrubai. You have to be very careful with Ribis. There's a long list of Isurim in Ribis. Vafilu haloive hanoisnoi, vahoreva edim oivrim. Now here's a Chiddush. By Gedeva, the Ganav is over in Avera, the Nignav is the victim. If you, if you charge someone Ainoa, the one who makes profit is doing an Avera, the one who loses money is the victim. 
By ribis, not only is the malva over, but even the even the, okay, but even the liva, even the liva, the one who's paying ribis, is also over. He's also over. What exactly is he over? So let's look here at Rabbi Kiva Eger, who brings the the psukim. Kama lavin nemrubai, hamalva over bevav lavin. If you lend money beribis, six lavin. Think how much trefus you can eat for the same price. As kas bechol leisita b'neshech, u'bemarbis leisita, leisia leikenoisha, atikach meitai neshech, v'leisasimun olav neshech, lifnei iver. One, two, three, four, five. Look, David is the sixth. Bebeis uh, The Laiva is over in two. Lois is Simon and Lifnei Iver. So you have a double Lifnei Iver. One second. For Rava Magid Kosav, the Benusach Shalafanenu. Kosav, listen carefully. Benusach Shalafanenu. Now it's going to be enough Kamina. Benusach Shalafanenu Besugya. Halayva oiva besum loisashich ulochich loisashich. Gemara says atikri loisashich elo loisashuch. So that now we're going to have enough kamina later. Right now it's just a bunch of psukim. And lift the iver, everybody's iver. Because if the malva wasn't here, the loiva wouldn't be iver. The loiva wouldn't be here, the malva wouldn't be iver. So they're both iver and lift the iver. That's for sure. What is because the loiva is causing the malva to be iver. So the loiva would. Ref- even if someone knows he's, if someone's a rush, he says, give me wine, I'm a nazi, give me wine to drink. So, so, so there's lift the on the two sides. What else is the loiva over? So first he said, which is an issue to agree to Neshech. of all these is going to be a major focus of our discussion, because Loisa Simon is not paying or receiving payment it's making the agreement on the day they make the agreement. They arrive on Leisus Simon all of Neshach. You're not allowed to place Neshach. That we just learned that that's in Mishvatim. Leisus Simon all of Neshach. You're not allowed to place Neshach. Now the Mishlomela says that there's another gear. So was the Mishlomela. Harav Magid and Magid Mishnah says. But look at the Mishlomela. Leisus Simon Leisashich ulachicha Leisashich. Mishlomela calls him Rash Betshuva Bistapi Kabalayva Ayva Bishas Alva Ayva Bishas Desida Davka. So is he over when he pays? Or Mishas Havah? If he's over like Sassimun, then for the time of the loan, he should be over. If he's over like Sashich, like Sashich means don't bite someone. Taking ribbons is a bite. Like Sashuch means you shouldn't be the one who's bitten. So he's over, he's over when he's bitten. He's bitten when he pays. So that's a suffix when the life is over. And we'll see soon that there's an extraordinary nafkamina in, in this, in the deed of Simon, but I don't want to digress. Let's stick with what it's saying here. But the Lysasimon would be over right away because of Lysasimon. Is it from the life? Possibly. Right. We'll get to it. Again, I don't, I don't want to get sidetracked. The, but, uh, the secretary that types of the contract. Oh, so let's see. This, what about the secretary? What does it say here? Who's Aiva on Ribis? Besides the lender and the borrower, the guarantor, okay, I don't guarantee too many uh, Ribis deals. Ha'edim, the witnesses, okay, also Aiva. The Shach brings in Sifkat Nalif, Kosav Agas Trishim Shem Harav Hamagid, the Gamma Cipher over, also the Cipher. Who's the Cipher? The secretary or the lawyer is also over on writing up a Ribis contract. 
So here we have we have a major issue. I didn't hear that one. Here we have a major issue. The issue is that that those who participate those who participate in the Isser also have a problem. So here it becomes very, very tricky. What happens if you, uh, you sit at the desk in a, in a company or a salesman and bring someone in? Most companies have contracts which say that if you don't pay in 30 days, you have to pay interest. You have to pay ribbis. So how are you allowed to, to be involved in, in setting up... Now, if you work for a guy, there's no problem. Let's say you're working for a yid. And Mr. Goldstein calls up and he wants, to, uh, he wants to get a mortgage or he wants to buy merchandise. Go to another and you're there. You're someone who's answering the phone. And, uh, and so you tell him, are you Jewish? <laughs> so so we, have, we have suddenly a major problem. Now, uh, so we have to see the Ramah. Good. All right, so here we have an important Ramah. The Machaber says it's awesome. You're not allowed to be... Adim and Ariv the Shasazua did a cipher for loans that involve Rivis. Now, the Rabbah says, and Silik on doesn't matter if the person paying is poor or rich. This that the borrower, the Koshke, the others are Ivis, only Baribis Tairaisa. Anybody know a difference? You want to have error and six to have error is there, Isa? Okay. So say here that there's an Issa Lifne Iver even on Issa de Rabbana, which is a Gemara. The Gemara says in the Vedazar, in the end of the first parak, that there's an Issa Lifne Iver. Now, now, listen carefully because this Ramah is important. Let, let me just finish one second. The, the, we're saying now an important kula, and the Chavizdah says it's not only the Laiva, it's everyone but the Malva, the Eden, the Ariv, everyone else. If it's Ribis de Rabbanon, which is the most cases, if you, uh, I told you when we started, Mekach or if you sell, tell, if somebody buys merchandise and you say, uh, you know, uh, 30 days you have to pay uh, 2%. That's Ribis Rabbanon. That's Ribis, which is Derech Mekach Obemker. It's exchange for merchandise. That's Ribis Rabbanon. Now, Ribis Rabbanon, we have here that the Malv is over. Everyone else is only over, I hate to say only, but that's the Lashon here, only over on Lifnei Velesit Mechshol. Which means to say that if we can find an exception to Lifnei we're going to be in good shape. Now, we're going to learn about a list of exceptions. If we'll, we'll find one of the many exceptions to then we will be able to work our way around this Ribis Rabbanon. I remember once speaking at a gathering about Hilchis Ribis with Rabbi uh, Silverstein from uh, Muncie, I think it was now in Eretz Yisrael. Uh, he wrote a sefer of Chimach many years ago on Hilchis Ribis. And he got up and he said to the lawyers, that uh, whatever you do, if you write a contract, don't tell your customer that I'm the only lawyer that can write such a contract. You'll never find anybody else to do it. If you say no one else can do it, then you're able to listen either. If you tell them, listen, I'll write the contract, you get anyone to do it. So, yeah, if it's not listening either, you're only either on Trey Iver which means if you couldn't do it any other way. 
if it's Chaniver Danara, you're standing, there's trespass on the table, and there's a, a Jew down there who says, pass me the, pass the ham. So, if, you, if someone passes the ham, he's not able to say either. So you say, I'm not passing the ham, he'll stand up and he'll come and get it himself. Lifnei Iver is only betray Ivra Danara, two sides of a river. He's on one side of the river, on the other side, he says, hey, can you flip me that bacon? So, if you don't throw it to him, now, in theory, he could always get it. You know, he can wait for a boat and, uh, and get it. But Bader Chateve is not going to do it. So then it's Lifnei Iver. But one minute. When it's not Lifnei Iver, there's still a din of Messiah Yedei Ivra what do you do with Messiah Yedei Ivra So here, the corporate America, the, the, any, anybody who's involved in just about any company, it relies on the Shita of the Shach and the Dagomar Vava, earlier here in Yeridea, who hold that the Isidra Baran of the only applies to from Yidin. Rabbanon did not make a Gzeira Misayaya for somebody who doesn't care, even as a Tinnik Shanishba, but someone who himself doesn't care about the Aveira, there were only Gzeira Misayaya on someone who would otherwise care, and now he's being carried away. Havada Yisrael, Mumra Afapishachat Yisrael, the Kema Beine Lashar Yisrael, Inyan Afisha Meavera, Inyan Estaiti, Kavana Sashach, this is a reading from the Dagom Ravava, Dafi Yisrael, Aimet Sumun Afrishai, Kim Kishai Vibishai Geg, Biyad Abishai, Biyad Ishachel Afrishai, Chayav Afrishai, Kabai Bekat Nechel Develis. So it's only if, if he's either Bishai Geg or even the Teyavai, Abi Yisrael, the rights of love of amazing. If you have a Jew who doesn't care, he wants to be over, even though it's amazing. Alei Zavera, Tulaini Mumer Gomer, Ein Yisrael Acha Betzuvel Afrisha Ledasa Shach. So this is in Simakuf Nun Aleph, the head of the Shach and Dogum Revava, who hold that there's no Dimiseyei Hadei Avri Avera in the case of a non-Fromiyid. And that's the heter for a lawyer to draw up documents. If he doesn't draw up the documents, they go to another lawyer, they go to the Gaisha lawyer to draw up the documents. So then there's no din with the Iver because it's Chadi and there's no Messiah because he's a mummer. And anybody who draws up, just about every contract today, if I'm not mistaken, calls for penalties, for interest penalties if, if something is not paid on time. And the only way a lawyer is allowed to do that is based on this Shach. Are based on this Shach center. Now I should tell you, the Mugen of Rab argues, Mugen of Rab, I think in Kusim Gimel, disagrees. However, the Mugen of Rab is another cooler. He says there's no dim sayaya by the Rabbanans. He says a Bulosh Safik, but the Shach says that there's no dim sayaya by Nisid Rabbanan, which in our case means that Manashach Yavahetr. Like the Shach, there's no Misayaya by a Mummer. Like the Mugen of Rab, <laughs> There's no Messiah by Adrabana. Therefore, by Ribbis Drabanan, this Issa that we have for lawyers, uh, witnesses, guarantors, or the whole list, the Issa does not apply if it's not an out and out case of a Ribbis Dairais. Because now in the Takana, where, 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 where it even doesn't apply, from Chad Ibn Nara, it's about him on the Asur Messiah. Right. And the Gedder Messiah, I mean, what's the thing? The Gedder Messiah is because I'm not a Mitzvah, let me if you have Mechaftim Lafrisha Mesur, you can't give it to him. So that Isur, Lafrisha Mesura, that the, the, 
the Shah says, as the Dagobrav explains it, a Fisha Mesura is someone who really doesn't want to be over the Isra. He's either Shaigeg or, or being carried away by the time of the moment. But, uh, but in a person who doesn't care about the halacha, there's no Isra de Chazawanab Chayvi Lafrisha. You have to go on Shabbos and, and be mafrish uh, every, uh, every guy who's opening a store on Shabbos, every Friday, Yid, rather. Open the store, you have a Tzavala Frisha. I think that the Prima Godim talks about such a lash of Takanta la Takanta. I think I looked at it quickly. I think he says such a lash. No. What? You know, the Avera is not now. If you draw up a contract, say, if the creditor doesn't pay in 30 days, he has to pay the interest. So you're being misguided to something that's so much. not happening right now. True, okay. Well, the fact that happens later is not enough of the heter. That's not enough of the heter. However, however, ribis derech knas, if you don't pay in 30 days, you pay later, is always, always, always a drabah. Okay, ribis derech knas. Now, you're supposed to pay within 30 days without ribis. If you don't pay, ribis derech knas is always a drabah. And even some cases where it's mutter to charge ribis derech knas. But Rivas uh, Derek, that's his passion and, syndrome. And the lawyers at a close, now, at a, at a close, if you're closing on a house, so, so that's, they were just doing like a on the house. The mortgage is already, is it a separate issue? Or, or I don't know what you mean. You mean where it's Issa Ribis? So, so we're talking about it all the time. No, that's no. what I'm talking so about now, this so, whole time. So, so is that Derek Rice or Derek Bonner? Ribis on a bank loan is Derek Rice. So, is the lawyer actually doing, because you get approved separately. Now you're doing the closing, which, which ties it all together. Well, when you're at a closing and it's Ribis de Raisa, you have a problem. The lawyer has a problem. Because uh, it's a de Raisa and he's over on. Forget about Lift Eva, he's over on Lift Eva, but he's over on Lift Eva. Is the Knaz Ribis written as a percentage or is it written as a dollar amount? We're going to learn Hilchis Knaz. Ribis de Knaz is mutter on two conditions. A, actually three. It has to not be for a loan. It could be for a business deal, for a sale or services. For a loan, ribis der knas is always saucer. For ribis derech mekachumemkar, which is a drabanan, they will mat knas if it's a one-time charge. It could be a percentage of the loan, but it, can only be a, it can't be per annum. It can't accrue. In other words, I tell somebody, I'm selling your money, I'm lending your money, or you're a tenant. If you don't pay on time, you have a knas of either a certain number of dollars, I can call it a percentage of the rent. But I can only charge him a one-time knas. I can't say, well, every 30 days you miss, I'm going to charge you again. So it's mutter, if it's der if it's a one-time payment, and if it doesn't give him more time. In other words, I can't say, if you don't pay in 30 days, you have to give me 5%. Then you get another two weeks to pay. No. I could say, if you don't pay on time, there's a one-time knas for a flat amount. It could be a percentage, but it has to be a, flat, a set amount. And you don't get more time to pay, you still have to pay. That's mutter. Now, in cases of rentals, it's glad it works out well. Because since a rental payment is a new payment every month, right. so you could do a one-time knas for each payment. For the one payment he missed, you can't accrue knases. But you could do it one time, and if he'll pay it next month, you'll take it for the old one, and right. you still didn't pay for this one. And you're still okay. 
But in most business deals, it's, it's not good because you get a one-time canass and then you, you, you're powerless to continue, uh, to continue doing it. Now, now uh, I just got sidetracked again. We're talking about the lawyer. Oh, so uh, we're talking about Misayaya. So the Yisoyed in Misayaya, I told yourself, are two Atayim. The Shach's Heter, important Heter. Every Rav in America nowadays has to know the Shach. Because these Shachs, if they even come up all the time, Yidav the Shach's Heter, of Chadivar Denara, and uh, it's Misayaya to a Mummer, but there's no Isser. Or, or the, the Mogad of Rav's Heter, Misayaya for the Rabbanon, he's Mesopic. There's one more important Heter. And Rav used to use this all the time. It's a heter that comes from the Nitziv and the Tshuva. I believe the Binyitzin and the Tshuva and the Masham. There are a number of later Achorayim who say the following. They put a tzirif of two things together. Rashi Shita is that Nisayaya is only Bishas Avera. Only at the time of the Avera. Let's say I have a hardware store and a Friyid comes in to buy a pot. Some of them He's going to cook on Shabbos. But it's not Bishas Avera. I'm not giving him the time of the Avera. Rashi Shita holds there's no Misayaya if it's not Bishas Avera. However, it's not clear we pass like Rashi. It's not brought into place. They are Mitzarif to Rashi when the Misayaya, the Svara, that a Misayaya is only Yasser if I'm doing something for your sake. You ask me to give you uh, uh, Trephus, and I'm passing it to you to do you a favor. Why is I doing it for my sake? I think the Shaila, one of these truths, the Shaila was the following somebody who worked in a hospital. And her job was to set up the papers for the lawyers to sign when they come in to fill out the forms and uh, to sign. The Shaila is, uh, is she allowed to prepare the documents? A Jewish doctor is coming in and signing on Shabbos. So the Tziv or the Meshav Dover, I don't remember which one, or the Tziv or the, the Biyatzi, and I don't remember which was with Shaila. One of them had this Shaila, and he was not here because it's not Bishas Avera, you're preparing it earlier, and you're not doing it for the doctor, you don't want to do the doctor a favor, you don't lose your job. This is your job, and therefore you're allowed to do it. And this comes up all the time. One of the situations where this came up is uh, I had a Shaila with someone who had a uh, plastic company. He made things out of plastic. And uh, a company that made belts, made belts, ordered a rush job. They needed a bunch of plastic belt belt buckles. A bunch of of belt buckles. This company ordered belt buckles from him and ordered the the leather straps of someone else and they put it together and they shipped it out. That was what this company did. It was owned by a few Israelis that were frying so he calls me up in a panic on a Thursday night. He says he has a rush order tomorrow for buckles. He's going to ship the buckles tomorrow, and they're going to get it. They're probably going to assemble it on Shabbos. So he wanted to know if there's an issue. So of course the first question is, if you refuse to send it, will someone else make it? The answer was someone else will make it. So I was down on this thing, that I'm doing it with Tevis Atzmi. They'll send it out early enough on Friday that uh, it's not Bishas Avera. They're going to make it the next day. I'll get to him on Friday, to use this heter. Now here, Grada, I told him, there's another heter. I asked him, do you know the company? He said, yeah. I asked him, do the Israelis actually put the belts together? He said, nah, they have a bunch, now he would say Mexicans, then it was Pailusha. Yeah, a bunch of Pailusha, you know, that are, that are assembling the buckles. The Pailusha themselves, there's no Avera for Pailusha people to, now Yid shouldn't hire them to do it, but their work is there, they're coming to work anyway, just what they're going to work with. 
I'd rather think that that's a heta separately. But anyway, my point is that the Nitziv's heta is an important heta. That if you're doing it, Latinus yourself, you don't lose your business, you don't lose your job, you don't lose your customer. And it's not Bishal Saveira, there's such a heta, Chazainish used this heta when, when Ben Gurion came to visit, said a Shiloh about giving him food. You know, I give food to someone who doesn't make a bracha. So Ben Gurion said to put the food on the table before he comes in. It shouldn't be Bishal Saveira. The Chazainish said. Ben Gurion would have known the heta also. But uh, he said, what about the tea? Tea has to be hot. He said, let's let the tea be cold. You know, they put the hot tea on the table before he walked in. And, yeah, maybe, I don't know, because Rabbi Yaakov did it too. But Ben uh, Gurion didn't go to Rabbi Yaakov. But anyway, uh, so, uh, so that was the, that's this heter of, of Shittas Rashi. Yeah. So I would say every attorney who litigation He's working for himself. So that's why I say this is another avenue of heter. The attorney has the heter ruba de ruba that it's that's Mr. Abanon. I tell you, the real shaila to me is when it's chaliver denara. When I'm answering the phone for a Jew and someone calls and he wants to arrange for a deal that involves ribis, I say sorry, we don't do that anymore. And I hang up. You know, there's not going to be any ribis. The question of whether the person answering the phone is allowed, to, the phone is, you know, paid a few dollars an hour to answer the phone, take the message, and you know, it gets done later. So then you have this heter. The heter that's being done for this person to keep his own job. And, uh, and, uh, and it's not at the time of the, it's not the time of the Avera. Yeah, Lysa Simon, the time they sign it. Lysa Simon is an Avera. When they sign the contract, it's a problem. If you write the contract the, the before and you mail it to him, uh, we can advance. It's fine. If the lawyer comes to the closing and prepares the documents, that's, that's an issue. I mean, if it's... If it's uh, right. that's, it may not occur. Okay, that's called Tzad Echad Berivis. That has its own uh, subtitle. Tzad Echad Berivis, where it might be Rivis, it might not, and then we'll get to it in Yitzhak Shem. Yeah. Pass me the ham. This heter, pass me the ham, doesn't work. And sell me the ham, does work. Apparently, yeah. Assuming ham is available elsewhere, too. Yeah. Okay, separate problem, but okay. But you don't want to lose All right, ship me the ham. Ship me the ham. All right, so we're going to come back to Sif Aleph and Yitzhak Shem. The first Mishlo Melech we still have. The first Mishlo Melech we still have.